I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, it is the 15th of February. Hello, hello. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, markets, and startups. I'm Nadine Blaney here with David Scott. Scotty, was it a good day for you? It was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uneventful, it sounds like. Yeah. It was uh, sl- uh, plain sailing going through and uh, plenty of uh, C-suite interviews today. And uh, it's going to get a whole lot busier tomorrow. Yeah, it sure is. Look, let's stick with today for now, shall we? We saw the S&P ASX 200 close down by half of 1%, 7,206. So I had said on air when we were last there that we were outperforming regional markets. Not so, not really by the end of the session. Uh, So we'll be watching that one. If we are looking at pressure points for the local market today, uh, you need look no further than... What, what do we see selling off today? Um, a sector-wise, it was largely the big miners, including Fortescue, including Rio Tinto, mm-hmm. big banks as well, and CSL ahead of its result, as well as the energy plays. Yeah, so a bit of a motley crew there, I've got to say. No real rhyme or reason today, but iron ore certainly had a reason, and uh, we'll get to BHP's result in a second, but... Uh, yeah, China's not happy with high iron ore prices and seems to be rolling out all the big guns, including uh, hiking fees to go and reduce speculative behavior. And apparently they're going to send teams out to all the uh, the trading, the, the commodity traders, and they're going to go and count their uh, inventory. So we'll find out soon enough whether uh, there's been some distortions being uh, put these markets. Well, we will talk to Elizabeth Gaines, Fortescue Metals CEO, about that tomorrow. She's on the channel on a day that Fortescue... Uh, well, today it fell by 5%. It reports tomorrow, of course. Mineral resources off by 5%. So mineral resources in Fortescue were a couple of the biggest percentage point falls on the market today, had and a, no doubt. Yeah, had a big run-up yeah. as well recently. Yeah, but um, interesting to note that, uh, you know, BHP, I think in Martin Crab, we just had a chat with Martin Crab, CIO of Sharm Partners. He said in comparison, BHP, which pretty much flatlined it today, he said wildly outperformed. Um, yeah, he was pretty positive on BHP. Yeah. Oh, look, it's hard to go and pick holes in it. <laughs> it's just a cash cash cow and ATM machine at the moment. But it's predominantly iron ore, and uh, iron ore prices are hardly normalized by any stretch at the moment. That will go and change you know, what pace that's going to be, whether it's this year, next year, or five years down the track. Uh, and I always ask the question with BHP is, where does it go next? It's really easy to go and talk about, oh, we want to go and have that thematic where we're going to go and play the uh, electrification and all that kind of stuff. But at the moment, when you talk about you know, places to go and invest, that's probably the hottest place to be investing in. So the risk of uh, making another really costly capital mistake 
is quite high. So whilst it's all happy days at the moment, I know certainly investors love that income stream coming through at the moment. As everyone in this program comes in and tells us, and done rightly so, you should not be buying mining companies to go and for their no dividend payout. No, the, that narrative never lasts. If you'd like to listen to our interview with David Lamont, who is BHP's CFO, uh, feel free to do so. You can access it online or via the show notes. Now, back to reporting season and... Sims Metal Group was the big winner, up by 13% today as its first half net profit rose. It also boosted its dividend. Who doesn't like that revenue on sales at $4.2 billion, up 74%. So that's uh, a pretty good result. We had a bit of response to some media speculation surrounding brambles, and uh, that came through just before the market closed today. That actually has seen its share price finished the day up by about, uh, yeah, pretty close to 7%. So it's um, interesting to note that we've got uh, brambles. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't follow this story today, but it looks as if they've got uh, some KKR. interest coming in from private equity, KKR. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was speaking to Annette when I saw the headline and I said, we need to go and invest in a bell so we can go and like ring the top. As I, when private equity is buying into a pallet manufacturer, um, potentially, of course, this is all a speculation yeah, yeah. stage. It's um, street talk, AFR street talk. Yeah, maybe it's true. Um, but yeah, we'll see it. We'll see where it goes. But uh, certainly a, a pretty well-run company. It's, it's had some uh, challenges in the short term, shall we say. Uh, given the supply chain constraints and some uh, disruptions we've talked about. But longer term, uh, it's got a pretty good business model that's uh, stood the test of time throughout numerous economic cycles. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah, well, it does say that um, while it is Bramble's policy not to comment on rumor or media speculation, that line has been trotted out a few times. Bramble confirms that it is not in discussions with, nor has it been approached by any third party party it is aware of its continuous disclosure obligations well that just totally went by me today so i'm glad i uh did a little digging there that's on why the we've got, that's why we've got a, an ace team here at totally to go and keep a track of all totally these um look i had an eye on seek today it's a uh, share price did really well in the wake of its results up by six and a half percent uh it's ceo ian narev saying that um, it's not anticipating any impending change to its capital management framework. It does look to accelerate revenue growth um, over the medium term, but he says it will be moderate. He was speaking actually with the Wall Street Journal. So those are some of the headlines coming through. Um, look, needless to say, it did well today. It was the stock of the day. Let's listen into what Koshi's guests had to say. I think it's way overpriced for uh, what their earnings are at the moment. And, and, and because they were already declining, and I think a lot of that was to do with the overseas operations. I personally wouldn't be interested in it at the current price because we're showing fairly fairly big negative return at the moment, even with uh, on the announcement if you paid the $30 for it. To me, it looks like it might want to pop up towards potentially sort of 32, 33, might want to get back up there. But I'd just be wary that we might, we might then see um, some profit taking coming in based on valuation and, and just the, the volatility of the stock, um, you know, coming back to, to how it's been trading on the chart. Um, I think it might, they might encounter some headwinds. So obviously, yeah, we're, we're expecting in some respects this type of result, um, but I just wonder, you know, where will they be in a year from now once mm. everyone's done their, their you know, <laughs> job movements and churning and that's all happened. So it is not going in the portfolio, Scotty. Yeah. More work to do. 
Yeah, JB Hi-Fi had another good day today, second day uh, after its result. Um, look, you said it earlier. It uh, continues fast and furious, doesn't it, tomorrow? Um, some big Australian heavyweights, so think CSL reports, uh, Fortescue Metals as well. I've already name-dropped. We'll be speaking with uh, CEO Elizabeth Gaines tomorrow. We've got uh, Fletcher Building joining us tomorrow, Nearmap CEO joining us tomorrow. We've got Jake Klein, who's the exec chair of Evolution Mining, joining us tomorrow, EML Payment CEO. Am I getting annoying? You're staring off into space, or am I just stressing you out? <laughs> I'm not stressing me out. I think I'm speaking with Nearmap uh, Chief Executive to go and kick off the day. So yeah. Just, yeah. Thinking about some of the things I've been reading, there's a lot of naysayers uh, out there, just as many people are positive about the technology that goes and operates, and that's one of the questions I might have gone and asked. How can you go and uh, you know, finally put to bed all the naysayers? Because it's just something that continually comes about when it comes to the company, and uh, until it gets resolved, it's probably going to be one of those things that still hinders it for the time being. Yeah, Tom Cregan from EML Payments will be joining us, and uh, just a couple of days ago, I spoke with Ron Shamgar, who's a huge fan of the company, so... He's invested, he's biased, but talking about um, how it will benefit from rising interest rates and uh, also that it's put a lot of those Irish central bank troubles behind it. So we'll get some more detail on that and also try to delve in with Tom a little bit more. I've done it before in the past about the metrics that they use and that they champion and how and why investors should also value those same metrics. You know, it's not just about profit, not just about revenue. Um, you know, they really highlight some of those other sort of um, ways to monitor the business, the name of which you know, escapes me now, but um, annual recurring revenue is a big one for Nearmap as well. You should be asking about. Yeah, absolutely. With uh, the contract values and the like. So yeah. yeah. And if there's any questions you want answered as well, you know, we're on Twitter, so get on board and send us a question that uh, you want us to go and answer. And, I think uh, that's a great idea. Yeah, well, this is no, the thing. That's I'd rather get, I'd want to get the audience involved in the conversation you know, and get what the answers that you're asking you know, and you want you want because uh, we don't know exactly what people are out there wanting to go and hear. And a lot of these people follow the companies a lot closer than we do, to be honest. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't have time to go and, and study them, each and every listed uh, entity on the uh, the local board. So if you've got something that's really pressing, let us know. Absolutely. Here, here to that. We'll have a good chat with Ira Epstein, Linen Associates, to kick the day off, Scuddy. I don't know if you've had a chance to speak with Ira before. Um, but we'll enjoy the conversation. He'll be coming to us from, I think it's Chicago that he's in. And uh, I, heard a, I heard a test this morning and I think I'll get on with him. I think you'll get along with him really well. Now we've got um, Evan Lucas as well at 10 a.m. who will run us through some of the results. Matthew Sherwood from Perpetual will give us the big picture in this risky environment because, Scotty, Wednesday, tomorrow, uh, European time obviously, is when we've been told Russia may invade Ukraine. Yeah. It's a little bit unnerving and, uh, yeah, very 2022, I've got to say, to go and give us a date as to when it's going to go and potentially go and take place. It's uh, I've never heard of anything like that, but obviously the intelligence agencies have come across, whether it's correct or not. Well, we won't have to wait long, will we? And, uh, yeah, we'll see how it, uh, it plays out. But certainly can be a little bit unnerving. Uh, I'm glad that you're probably leading to the view I've written in the newsletter today. I won't give it all away, but... Um, Markets have been pretty um, hanging tough for the time being. They're uh, not really selling off and not getting uh, too uptight about it. And, of course, things can go really awry, and, uh, and, and we know that. But uh, a lot of the time around these geopolitical events, uh, you find that the, uh, the market reaction is typically pretty muted. So we'll see whether this time is different. Okay. Um, yeah, if you don't subscribe to the COB newsletter version, always worth a sub to get Scuddy's view on the day. Sometimes we cover it here, but um, 
sometimes not. And there are um, interviews that you can link to there, et cetera, et cetera, and a great market wrap. Um, look, we don't have any big data tomorrow. We're hanging out for Thursday's jobs read here in Australia tonight. We get the Zoo Survey of Expectations in Europe. Uh, we'll get Q4 GDP, a second estimate. We've got uh, UK ILO employment rate, and we've got the Fed Empire Survey which will provide an update on the New York manufacturing sector and producer prices, which should be continued to be supported by supply issues in January. That's all in the U.S. tonight. Um, Scotty, look, not the best day in the market by the end, but it, uh, as I said earlier on air, it could have been worse. Everything feels live right now. I mean, commodities feel live to me. You know, Oil, obviously, for Ukraine and Russia and supply and demand. And then, of course, reporting season. Yeah, as Martin Crabb from uh, Sean Partners was talking through the end of the day, saying that uh, no reporting season has been kind of overshadowed by the macro events for the time being. It's a wonderful plug for uh, for the big picture show here <laughs> on Ausbiz, but uh, yeah, that's the way it is for the time being, and uh, no, we'll see whether that might go and reassert itself once we get a bit more clarity about particularly what's going on in Ukraine. Wonderful. Well, I hope you have a good evening. It looks like absolutely gorgeous weather out there in Chi- Sydney. Chinese dinner. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, you you're going to leave Fortunas, aren't you? Oh, don't give it away. Oh, I'm so jealous. What? All your fans are going to go meet you? No. They're they're going to go and make it really busy and be <laughs> difficult to get in there. Yeah. Lease what you're in a corp. If you're in the crow's nest uh, part of uh, Sydney, make sure you're going to I'm jealous. Up. Okay. We'll see if it's eggs and beans for me tonight. I hope not. See you the, tomorrow. The bread line. Oh, you know. well, yeah. <laughs> Ho- hopefully not. Have a good night, everyone. See ya. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.